Welcome to the Mortal Realms, an Age of Sigmar podcast. Grab your hammer so we can clear a path through the chaos and forge our own narratives in the Age of Sigmar. Your allies through the Realm Gate this episode are... This is Brian, and campaign is just cam weakness leaving the body. And this is Eric, and there's ne'er a Tiv to be found. In the campaign phase, we explore how the plastic hits the table. Narrative events and campaigns, the rules and scenarios that define them, and the organizers and players that bring them to life. In this episode, we're going to be talking about breathing some new life into the campaign phase. The Mortal Realms crew has focused the cast around the story phase for the last year or so, reflecting the time we've had for the hobby with young children at home, but we've always hoped that we could get back into more gaming and play, and with the rise of narrative gaming over the last few years... We thought we'd use the campaign phase to highlight narrative play in events and the narrative event organizer network or neon that is kind of responsible for this movement. So I've asked Brian Orban to join me and together with uh, our buddy Aaron Bostian, uh, who's in the wings. Everybody say, hey, Aaron. Hi. Uh, hi, Aaron. Hi, Matt. <laughs> Dr. B. We're going to be introducing uh, or trying to introduce more people into narrative campaign gaming and events. Brian, how are you doing? I'm doing really good. Uh, I'm happy to be recording this. Uh, I'm really excited about this project. Uh, I'm happy to be uh, like on the cusp of December. It's it's eggnog season. Um, <laughs> I, like whenever eggnog season, whenever eggnog shows up in the store, I notice that I'm all of a sudden like I don't need breakfast because I'm adding it to my coffee and like wow. It's, some kind of caloric bomb. <laughs> I'm not a scientist, but this kind of seems to make some sense. Liquid breakfast. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah nice, so, nice. Um, so, yeah, doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing good, too. Yeah, the holiday's been good. Um, knock on wood, uh, sicknesses haven't uh, invaded too much. A uh, little stuffy, a little dry, that sort of stuff. Um, historically, people will know that sometimes in the, the winter seasons, I've gotten some nasty coughs, which is not great for, for uh, uh, podcasting. Um, but feeling good at the moment. Um, your your dulcet tones are coming through uninterrupted. All the love I have to give. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, just excited for the season. It feels like um, my kids are getting older too. I feel like I've got a little bit more time for gaming locally. Um, and so, I don't know. It just feels like it's, it's, a, it's a new season. Yeah, yeah, it's the um, is it, you know one thing that's I'm noticing in my local scene. I I, uh, I live in Northern Virginia, right? it's outside of Washington D.C. Uh, everyone is got their ideas for the year, like everyone's starting to come up with these like, oh, I'm going to run, I'm going to run events, uh, you know, this, this, and this, or and and what's really exciting is that a lot of a lot of our guys are trying to take the jump from one days to two days. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, and, and so like everyone's, I, and I think that we have the, the like organizational acumen to, uh, to do that. So like I'm the, I'm the narrative guy in, in, in my community, but there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of push to get, uh, to get, you know, GTs up and running. Uh, it's, it's really cool. That's one of the things that, that has always really, um, uh, inspired me about this, this hobby in general, this, this thing called Warhammer. Yeah. Uh, is that you, um, you, you end up, you, you end up celebrating people's ability to, to be organized. You end up <laughs> celebrating these, these people's ability to like, br to like 
to to bring things into uh, into existence. Yeah, uh, that's that's painting. That's running games. That's actually like getting an army together. Uh, that's being a neo, of course. Uh, it it's like we we are uh, we are a community that gets things done. We just get like the worst things done, like yeah. the things done that don't actually like like mean a damn. Well, but it, it's it's fun, isn't it? And I think that that's um, you know one of the things that obviously I think with AOS and with, you know not to uh, toot this horn again and again, but you know this. This system that we have, this new GW that we have, um, and I think when, uh, they do some things right, and I think they'll continue to do things right when they give the community room to create. Um, mm-hmm. And there's sometimes where I, you know, feel like I'm calling out for more narrative support from the company, and at the same time, I'm worried that they're going to box in narrative, or you know, too if you get too concrete with some of the things, or if if they take on that load too heavily um, yeah. that, that the community suffers a little bit because maybe cr- people aren't creating as much or feeling as much of a license to create. It, it is a delicate balance, isn't it? Like we, like we, um, we look for gaps. We, we look, we look for the things that, that we have license to do that aren't going to be overwritten mm-hmm. by, uh, by, by next month's like release from the company. Yeah. But we need that dialogue of, uh, of, of, you know, something, something exciting to build off of. Yeah. So as your first, uh, you know, foray as a, as a part of the mortal realms, uh, team, if I may be so bold, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna accept that. I'm gonna accept that. I want you to, uh, it's, it's worth noting that that is a, that is a huge, meaningful accolade. So happy to be here. Well, uh, we're happy to have you. Um, the whole team was excited when we decided to kind of take on the campaign phase and, and do it in a way that we've not been able to do it in the past. Um, uh, and, and I can talk a little bit about, you know, that in, in my past, but why don't you introduce, uh, give us a little bit of introduction into your narrative history and what, what's brought you to narrative age of Sigmar in, uh, 2018 going into 2019. Yeah. Uh, thank you. So, um, so I'm one of those, those people that, uh, that, moved to Warhammer from, uh, from Dungeons and Dragons. So I've got, I've got that within me. Like if I, I can't be a player for too long, it's going to get the etch and go on the other side of the screen. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but as a, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but as a, as a narrative organizer in particular, I'm like, I'm one of the coalescence kids. Uh, the first thing that I ran the first warmer thing that I ran was um, was my local iteration in Falls Church, Virginia, for Coalescence One, um, and uh, from there I went and I caught the bug, and I signed up for the team uh, for the Nova Narrative. Um, well, I guess that was only like 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 th- like three months in between Coalescence mm-hmm. One and like and the at our first meetings for. Uh, for the Nova narrative. Yeah. Uh, but then that was like, that was a, that was a, that was a strong year of running games. Cause we were, cause we, we, we stood up, we stood up the team for, uh, for, for coalescence, uh, 18. Uh, we got the announcement of, of malign importance. Uh, I ran, I ran malign importance for my, from, uh, uh, from, from my area. And then, Coalescence, and then we ran Nova, which was a 
was was four days of narrative gaming. It was just like a like an absolute highlight of my life. Uh, uh, was and then we went. We uh, Aaron Boston and I ran an event in this November for called Fox Hunt. His his the third iteration of his game. So uh, so yeah, I've just been on this treadmill of running games for between you know eight and thirty people. Pretty much since the first coalescence, <laughs> and you know, like I, at this point, at, at at this point, it's part of it's part of my habits. Like it's it's like I've just I feel like I just want to keep running games and staying in like like staying in practice. Yeah. As as a neo, uh, so um, and I've got I'm privileged to have a uh, a really great uh, uh, community here in Northern Virginia. Um, organizing out of um, out of Falls Church and uh, and and Centerville, Virginia, and uh, and we're just like the more people you meet, the more kindred spirits you find. Like that's what everyone says about Warhammer, yeah. right? Um, uh, but uh, uh, but like I I find it uh, I I find it affirmed every every time every time I spend another hour chatting. About about the hobby that I'm not I'm not able to do just then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, well, I know a little bit about your story because I'm because 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 I'm because I'm a a, a first time caller, long time listener. <laughs> uh, but uh, but but it's been it's been a big year for you too. Yeah. You know. Um, you know. Yeah. We we thought about uh, with with this campaign phase, maybe just introducing. Uh, I've, yeah, I've had a lot of opportunity to talk about my narrative out into the ether, you know, where, you know, Brian, Brian listens and, and that's why you're on the show. Cause so we could talk face to face instead of, of us putting out a, a podcast just so that you could listen to it. That seemed terribly <laughs> inefficient. Yeah, this is, this is, this is our show mission. Let me just say it right now is we're going to, is that we just add listeners on one at a time. Yep. Until yep. it's some sort of insane Brady Bunch opening. <laughs> Everybody who listens will eventually uh, come on the podcast and host. Um, and uh, so some of some of that is, uh, yeah, kind of a similar jump from D and D. I actually, um, you know, was looking for D and D mini, more D and D minis, and I had a little bit of a problem buying. I just kept wanting to buy new minis because I was running new adventures. I'm like, oh, but this guy will be here, and this guy will be here, etc. And then I was like, uh, what if they run into ogres? Oh, those are cool ogres, and that's where my first box of Warhammer uh, was meant to be—just a herd of ogres, or a, a, a glop of ogres, or whatever a group would be called. Um, and uh, and then I was like, well, maybe I could buy this rule book, and then I could get into it. And it was it was cool, it was fun, um, but it certainly was like this game that I was trying to figure out how to play, uh, and I was mostly just painting miniatures. So. My number one hobby has typically been painting miniatures and converting and that sort of stuff. It really wasn't until end times that really kind of I got exposed to any of the narrative of Warhammer uh, because it was right there and they were talking about it more and people were talking about it. And it Mm. really got me more into the game. Like it had that kind of effect. Um, When AOS came out, obviously we know the story. of kind of what it did for the community, the larger whatever. But for me personally, it was probably the, uh, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a bit of a risk taker. Um, I, I like bold moves. Um, and it felt like a really bold move. And that first rule set that came out was so simple. 
and so it 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 said everything it needed to say and then it gave it felt like it gave me room to do a lot of other things around it right it was so simple that i could it was like play-doh right i could take a piece off and move it over here and do a little bit of this there and all that kind of stuff and at that time davy and i were kind of splitting off of our you know weekly there was a weekly game night or whatever and we'd meet every once in a while but davy and i like you know what let's get together and like put together some scenarios so like even at the end of eighth we were starting to try to like build our own scenarios but it was hard it wasn't it wasn't quite it didn't quite work like you wanted it to but aos gave us just this room to create our own scenarios where it was for instance a uh he had a, a bunch of I remember our first thing was that we had a, a town, a, a human town where there were some dwarves that were part of it. And the, the mayor of the town was making a deal with a necromancer. The dwarves didn't like it. They were going to go back to their, their thrall and uh, kind of tell on them. And so my, my necromancer rode out by himself to, to uh, stop these dwarves from getting reinforcements. And so it was a lone necromancer that had to raise and summon all of his army in order to stop uh, these dwarves from getting across the board. Yeah. Um, and so that was what we were trying, that's the kind of game we were trying to build and AOS was fit that perfectly. Um, and then, but the problem was it we got a lot of the podcasts were gone, all that kind of stuff. So we just started mm -hmm. digging into the stories. We started digging into lore and we just wanted to share it with more people. Um, and then that's where too, like the, the Neo, more people were doing narrative, more people were putting together events and we'll talk more about that in a little bit, but then, um, that group of Neos on WhatsApp, um, started talking about what would be possible and the kind of a lot of, uh, a lot of the ooze, you know, you think of the t mm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? That ooze that, that, <laughs> oh, created, that, ooze. Okay. that, that created, I mean, what other ooze is there, right? Uh, that create that, that primordial ooze that created a bunch of things like coalescence. And, uh, you know, I think the raw guys were already kind of doing that sort of stuff in their head, in their group, but you know, some of those things were percolating and just bouncing off each other. Um, and so, you know, uh, coalescence, the idea was of coalescence was in there and, and trying to figure out how you get a group of people from all across the, you know, uh, at least the, the Western hemisphere to try and organize online to get something globally to happen. It was probably yeah. one of the coolest and hardest and, uh, sometimes the, uh, most soul stealing and enriching <laughs> experiences. <laughs> Yeah, because remember, like, think back to the first time you saw that list of names that Coalescence generated. Yeah. Like, that list of, like, and every one of these is a community. Every one of these is is somebody that is that wants to do this uh, for for their town. Yeah. For, 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 for their group of people. Every one of, the, one of, every one of these, these people is, is, is out there and they want, and, and, and they're like, they're, they're itching to do something besides, uh, but, but besides like, like get, get two armies, uh, on a field and, and, and fight over some comet, you know, yeah. some, some mundane thing, like, 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 like a falling star that comes out on the battlefield. This ridiculous, yeah. uh, comet out that we, that age, that age of Sigmar, uh, puts on us. But yeah, that was, that, that was, that was huge for me is, uh, to, to, to know that, that, that this, this network was, was out there. Yeah. But I also think like, as I went on, I started to realize that, that there's this impression of like, that there's big Neo, right? That, that we're much more organized than we are, <laughs> that much more, much more prevalent than we are. Um, 
that um, that that there were there were walls in the place of people just reaching out and 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 trying to trying to figure out how to do their own thing. Yeah, uh, and that was I mean some of that was intentional of just trying to make sure that people. Because it's one of those things where you extrapolate, hey, if there's like a handful of us that are interested in doing that and we have the capability to communicate online, there's got to be a whole bunch of other people who want to do that but don't aren't communicating online, right? You just mm-hmm. you can't be arrogant to think that you're the only ones. So it was just trying to put as much information out there and as, be as loud as we could to say, you know, hey, you're not alone. There's more yeah. of us out here. Uh, <laughs> you know, um and so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad to hear, I, it, it always excites me to, to hear how that affected some people because, and, and that's exactly what we wanted to do. We want that, you know, and, and we'll get it, you know, in the future, we'll talk more about maybe what Neo and Neon is. Um, that's not going to be the only thing that we cover on here um, because we want to get, cover all the aspects of narrative gaming from, um, you know, whether that be uh, in your garage or running an event, uh, for your, um, you know, region or something like that, or going and playing at narrative events in your region or locally. Um, but yeah, exactly. Like events are, events are really special. Events have a lot of, a lot of opportunity behind them. Like, it's like, we're going to do a lot of pop and circumstance for one day, but there's a, like, there, there's a narrative game goes on going all over the place and it, and it expresses itself almost naturally in campaigns. Yeah. Uh, and like, so we, we, this, we want, we want to cover, we want to cover everything. Yeah. And so part of my narrative journey has been reaching out, uh, to the more global community because our local community wasn't as strong. Um, we, I've spent some time trying to build local community and it's, we're kind of in a weird spread out place. We, in Madison has, I think seven game stores, um, so even if we're in the most populous town in, in Madison, or in Wisconsin, we've got a lot to choose from, which means we're kind of spread out all over. And that's the post Noble Knight count. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, oh, and, so, oh, you're so so lucky. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and so some of it is, and and but also then trying to say, well, you know, like we can't build everybody and what they want. Um, and most recently, uh, so I've run some some narrative campaigns for my you know local core group, the, the Mortal Realms crew. Um, and then most recently been able to run my first event along with, uh, Brendan Melnick and a couple of other, um, you know, Davey and Aaron and Zach, um, for, we had 15 people. Um, actually I think we had 11, uh, show up for an event and, you know, just kind of get my feet wet with running events. Cause that's, that's a different thing. Coming up with a narrative is one thing, right? Coming mm-hmm. up with a game with, with missions or games or, um, scenarios or mechanics is one thing that side of it where you're yeah organizing things is another and uh-huh. and so le- learning all these aspects you, you know the things that we do to facilitate a, a great game of narrative aos right um when when you design for so long it's really challenging to get on that to get out there and like game one is is rolling and there's a room full of happy faces and you realize your job is to stay out of their way <laughs> for just a little while, yep. you, you've, you've, you've got to let that soup cook. Yep. So that's kind of my narrative story. And, and looking for 2019 as being, I don't know, tons of possibilities, tons more. Um, yeah, tons more to do and explore. And, and I'm excited mm-hmm. to see um, with with this campaign phase uh, portion of, of the Mortal Realms podcast, how can we foster more of that? Um, 
so so that we don't feel like it's just this big capital, you know, big neo uh, where the, is the source of things. Um, and hopefully we can show and demonstrate that there's there's neos all over, that there's campaign stuff happening all over, share our thoughts and ideas um, on all those things. And I don't know, make, dispel a lot of things, make everything feel a little bit closer, a little bit easier mm-hmm. to, to, to take on. Raise um, the curtain. Raise uh, the curtain. Oh, and, and, yep. and, 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 and like, like, to, well, it's show, 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 show how the magician's tricks work. Although that probably paints what we're actually doing <laughs> too, uh, too generous a light. <laughs> right, right. Um, so without further ado, why don't we get into kind of one of the things that we're really excited to be able to do that, um, you know, is just at the heart of, of what we're talking about. Let's do some narrative shout outs and see what events are upcoming. Yeah. Uh, so we are forecasting out um, uh, some seven months into advance, the, the, the front half of 2019, uh, because if you are a, a Neo, you're running an event uh, we, we, we want this to be a platform uh, by which you can get the word out and, uh, and get, get people, get people ready, get people building whatever crazy army you've decided to, that you need for your thing. Um, so as we look into 2019, uh, the first thing on the calendar is, uh, is Port Maw in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, so this is, um, this is run by, uh, the Sons of Slambo. Uh, out of out of San Antonio, um, this is a uh, a um, a thirty k event that has a growing Age of Sigmar um, uh, uh, contingent, but it's like it's taking the spirit of Apocalypse Battles. Uh, they say you're supposed to bring three thousand points per player uh, painted. So yeah, that's going to be amazing. Um, <laughs> I can't. I, uh, that's uh, that. I, I cannot wait to, to, to see, to, to, to see the, the reports coming out of that. We've got um, a, locally, we've got a, um, a narrative 40 K group that I have not stepped into yet. I'm, I'm interested because it's so narrative focused, but every other month they do an APOC luck. Uh, <laughs> and it's an uh, APOC game and yeah. a potluck. Um, and, uh, I, I would, a- I think an apocalyptic game of, of Age of Sigma would something it would definitely be on the checklist for 2019. So that's 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 obviously a uh, a loving community that doesn't mind if their miniatures smell like barbecue sauce <laughs> or prefers it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, the next event that we have is um is actually uh, my event, uh, oh, Prime yeah. Dominion Chapter One in uh, Chantilly, Virginia. Uh, this was my. This is my covenant with myself is that I would keep running events and I would keep running events like casually um, because I noticed that I was in a, in a, in a, a bad habit of, of like building too much terrain mm. for events. So I just wanted to run things all the time so that I couldn't, um, I couldn't build new stuff all the time. Uh, I'm failing at that. Uh, Prime Dominion One is going to have um, what I hope is a lot of cool uh, stuff from uh, from uh, Heish because uh, I haven't seen those ideas um, explored before. Yeah, uh, but but it's also like I want I want to build I want to build something that kind of keeps building on itself. So it's Prime Dominion Chapter One. We're going to run probably three more of them throughout the year. I don't know exactly how 
they'll be related because I just want to build one step ahead of the players. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but that's, that's my thing. It's going to be like 12 players max, uh, just something little and something disposable. And then we move on. You, you know, that hits for me and I'll just, just real brief. Is it like, so I've run a first event and I put so much like brain power into it and I wanted it to be like the most epic thing I could create. And then part of me is thinking about, um, running a skirmish campaign or a uh-huh. one day skirmish, maybe, or a two day, maybe a two day skirmish, but like something small that doesn't matter but would still be fun. Like yeah. just like you're saying is to exercise and to not put so much pressure on myself, but, but kind of <laughs> see, see where that goes. Like, yeah, it is. You, you get out there like that's like, this is, this is, this is our dungeon mastering uh, experience yeah. that, that needs to coming back. You can't, you can't build, you can't build a world that your players will never encounter uh, because that's, that's wasted effort. And in yeah. the same way, like if, if we, if if we if we do one big event every year, we'll find that it's not a great influence on our lives. Yeah. But if we if we can train ourselves to keep it casual, we might actually enjoy this thing. <laughs> um. But okay. So so that's 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 in Chantilly, Virginia. Uh. uh nice. That's that's we're gonna. Um. I, I'm hosting that out of, out of uh, the Games Tavern, which is a great place. They heard. They heard me and um, and Garrett Moroni, who ran um, uh, Shadespire uh, for Nova, talking, and he's like, "Hey, you guys are our narrative, our Nova um, uh, uh, guys. Um, uh, you can use our um, you can use our facilities if you want." And nice. actually, that became like I they they lent me their warehouse for three months before Nova, and I built I built ships out there for like three nights a week, <laughs> and I'll always be in their debt. So this is this is kind of me running events and paying paying that off a little bit. Nice. Um, okay, so to move on in the calendar, uh, uh, in February we hit uh, Holy Wars, Holy Wars Five. Uh, this is Steve Herner's event in Yorkville, Illinois. Uh, it it needs very little introduction. It's like it's amazing. Everybody knows that it's amazing. Yep. Uh, they, they hit and, their waiting list. Uh, you know, within twenty four hours uh, every year, um, but they're often their waiting list ends up kind of coming into the game after people drop and have other things that come up, et cetera. But yeah, best tables, uh, this side of the pond. Um, then we move on to March. Uh, and, um, and, and Paul is running uh Jibbering Dome too. Uh, yeah. Our the, very own Paul from the mortal realms, uh, running the second year of a narrative at, at Adepticon, which is, um, I think there is other narrative stuff going on for other systems with the, for AOS, um, again, hand in hand with, uh, you know, AOS coming out. There's narrative AOS at the at the biggest event uh, in the U.S. Um, biggest it might be the biggest AOS event in the world, given all the different the doubles and uh, and the singles and the you know uh, Vanguard events, etc. So, yeah, yeah, it'll 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 happen. I mean, no offense, Nova. No, Nova Nova knows its place. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying. We're trying hard. You get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So then we we hit a we hit a, a pause in the calendar. Um, I don't. I and this is this is when this becomes a bit of an outreach. And like this is the as we talk to the narrative community, like this is your space. We want to hear about your events. I am not aware of a narrative event happening between the end of Acon and um, and June, uh, but. 
Um, but in June, uh, we come up to a new uh, two-day uh, narrative event uh, for uh, for the United States. Um, so uh, uh, so Aaron Bostian and I uh, decided to to break out and start something new, uh, along with uh, Alex uh, uh, Polameni from the West Virginia scene. Uh, we nice. are running uh, new this year, uh, Beyond Realm's Edge, and this is happening uh, in on uh, the June first and June second weekend. Uh, we are. It's going to be a uh, doubles event. We're looking. Uh, we're looking for sixteen teams, and uh, we are taking every. We are taking a lot of the stuff that we built uh, for the for the Nova narrative and um, and. And, and running with it and building our own thing. And we're going to play in something that doesn't have crazy high ceilings where we, our players blow out their voice in like an hour tops. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but I'm, it, it was, it was really cool to run stuff within a convention and to take advantage of everything that, that entails. Uh, I am looking forward to, to running a two day, Without that strata, without that control, yeah. and having the ability to build to 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 build everything, yeah. Uh, so um, so our our um, we're gonna we're gonna open up uh, registration in uh, in the new year, uh, but um, but but look look for more information on that. Nice. And and then to close out our um, our our forecasting, uh, the um, uh, this is Australia's first uh, two day narrative event. And if I can trust the reports from um, Anthony Magro, probably the second or third narrative event overall. Uh, so Luke Stone is running a, the Cinderfall narrative event on July 13th and 14th. He's still getting the, the details uh, ironed out, uh, but, um, but, but we're, we're in touch. And, um, and, and this will be a good platform to hear about, about his stuff as it develops. Nice. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's our... That's our look ahead. Yeah. Um, so, and and if you do have a narrative coming up that we haven't talked about, um, we do plan on on making this these shout outs something that we're doing on a regular basis. Every time we're uh, recording, we're highlighting these, even if we've highlighted them before because they need more spotlight. If you've got something uh, that you're running or interested in running, where you're inviting people from wherever to come and join, um, then please let us know about it. Uh, you can email us. Uh, at uh, themortalrealms at gmail.com and uh, we'll get that information on the show. Yeah, and, and, and we can't, we, it, we want to speak about the scope of what we're talking about here. The scope is anything. The scope <laughs> is the, the, the campaign you're running at your store. Uh, the, the, the scope is the, the, the games, that, the, the campaign that you're running out of your basement that if it had like a fifth player could really start to gain steam. Um, like this is like, uh, we, we, we want to be a, a place in which, in which narrative gamers can find, find each other and, um, and, and actually start this rolling. Yeah. Yep. No, that's a great point. Um, if we can connect you when you're some, to somebody who's just around the corner, let us help. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, so. That's fantastic. That's a there's and there's going to be more. Obviously, we'll find out more about coalescence date in 2019. Uh, you know, Nova's dates. There's lots of narratives that uh, Raw's dates. Uh, Havoc, uh, Holy Havoc, 
Um, there'll probably be another All Hallows Siege, or maybe uh, it'll be a little bit different this year. Um, so all those dates will get on the calendar as we roll into those time periods and as uh, more information becomes available. Um, but keep listening. So what's next? Yeah, so one thing that we wanted to do um, is to to look at where we've come as as a as a movement, I guess you might say, for like what how 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 narrative play has uh, has expressed itself since 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 Age of, of Sigmar started. Yeah, um, and um, and and we, we wanted to to we we based we based this look on the assumption that that this thing is is growing, this thing is building steam. Um, I was happy to see that play out. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, we, uh, we wanted to, to look, to look back at, um, at where we've been since, uh, since 2015 when, when the game launched and, and the, the, the narrative play, um, kind of like, look at, look at that, that culture that's, that's, that's formed around it. Um, and this is another time to say like, this is, this, this is full of holes. I, I know that this, um, that, 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 uh, that we're going to talk about. Uh, uh, we're, we're going to talk about events and not talk about events that we didn't capture, that we didn't know yep. about. Um, we have, a, we've, we feel like, like, uh, a, a duty to be archivists, um, uh, to, to look at, look at what our, what our community is and capture things before they fade. Um, to maybe that's, maybe that's someone's, that's part of efficiency. Like we don't want to, build things more than once uh if we don't have to maybe that's it's maybe just like these were awesome things and we want to be able to look back at them yep um but but this is this is what we this is what we do know these these are the um the 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 what 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 the history that was captured um so the uh the holy steve herner's holy wars uh, event started in um in eighth edition, but in 2016 in February, uh, he ran Holy Wars two, which is the first one for, uh, for AOS. Um, and that was a big inspiration, uh, for the, uh, for when Aaron Bostian ran the first, uh, Nova narrative, uh, later that year in August, uh, 2016. Um, he, uh, uh, so Aaron got, uh, got got the idea of um, of of, pu- of putting personalities in, in the realms uh, from uh, from Steve Herner, and meanwhile um, in in the UK um, around this time on the podcast around the summer in the podcast circuit, we started to hear about um, the promotions for Realms at War, and the first Realms at War was held in October um, of of 2016. Yep. Uh, so that was. Um, you know, it's 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 those guys that 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 continue to be a, a huge force in in our in our narrative community. Uh, Ming and uh, and Jimbo and Mitzi and Steve, the 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 game that they built over that that they built there, I guess building off the Ming Invitational, yep. uh, uh, was has has been inspiring to to all of us. Um, at around the same time, we started to see the um, uh, uh, Shannon Kai's uh, Realm Hopper stuff uh, being run as a campaign on on uh, TGA. Yeah, that would eventually 
actually uh, manifest. Um, in uh, we in November, uh, uh, Herner ran uh, his first uh, Holy Havoc, uh, his first teams event. Yeah. At the same time, uh, uh, Aaron Bostian in Culpeper, Virginia, uh, ran uh, Fox Hunt, his oh, his, nice. his his annual uh, Guy Fox themed uh, <laughs> narrative game, which is like that's instructive for us all, right? Like you, you you're gonna find inspiration where yeah. you find it. What's uh, What's cool about looking at uh, you know the 2016 and all the events that happened then is that there is some like immediately out of the gate there's variety uh-huh. in these different events. There wasn't like there obviously wasn't just uh, one idea of what narrative events should be. Um, you know, holy wars and the holy events to me are kind of like a narrative event in the realm of chaos. <laughs> uh, I like that. Because I would say that, that not only uh, the Havoc events kind of blend a little bit of all the ways to play in that, um, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, rules on the table that bring the table to alive and make it the third player on the table, mm-hmm. um, There's a, which kind of feels more open play. Like there's just there's a lot more randomness and just things that happen. Um, and so there's just that kind of... Um, uh, you know, Steve has kind of like this childlike giddiness when he knows that his tables are about to destroy people. Um, and then there's there's this element of you know people are you know people still bring really uh, tough lists, and you know it's, there's a compet you know you're still looking for that competitive edge to mm-hmm. to kind of go through that gauntlet and come out on top. You know, Nova. I mean, uh, Aaron. You know, does not does not pull any punches in his narrative in terms of. Uh, you know, what it could be imagining it and, and, you know, um, how that could play out, like, you know, what's possible in narrative, how deep can you go towards that dungeon master kind of thing. And that, and it's more, especially that collaborative experience that the, mm-hmm. uh, that the story isn't his to railroad you through. Yeah. From that, from that first year, he was, he was, he was passing the, the baton over to the players and letting them yeah. letting them offer their interpretation that, of of what was going on, yeah. which he would immediately feed into cues to to run the next games. Yep, and and raw feels very much like the manifestation of a video game um, that's just fantastical in nature, and you're you're coming with this kind of you know them that and havoc. You're always bringing this kind of character to the table that that doesn't exist on a war scroll until you're there making it happen. And then, you know, Realm Hopper's campaign, doing something online where people are, it's infusing hobby with storytelling, with map campaigns and, and capturing space. Um, you know, I, I was able personally to, to take part in the Realm Hopper's campaign and the first Holy Havoc um, team event. And, you know, those definitely shaped a lot of, uh, you know, again, kind of spurring to me, like, what is narrative? What's possible? And, yeah. and there's so much variety in that first year, um, and and uh, I think that that was a that's a great foundation for us to start from. Yeah, and also like put a put a timestamp on that where we ask what is narrative play. Uh, something that every podcast has to do. Yeah. Uh, but 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 you're, but you're right. Like everybody came up with 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 those different interpretations, um, and uh, and and narrative play is all of that, right? Like it's it's in, in partially because it's a reaction to match, right? Like it, it's a, it's so it, it occupies the space 
that um, that that other that our modes of play does not. Yeah. But in in that space, we take we we take an interpretation. We as 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 organizers, we we take a, a a piece of that and we run with it and we find our own expression of it. Well, and, and I'll take uh, I'll take some uh, issue with that being a reaction to match because we did not have GHB yet in true. 2016. It wasn't until 2017 in which Games Workshop themselves defined three ways to play. Um, to me, 2016 was an absolutely pure expression of us trying of of people's reacting to AOS and how open it was. And that just in that format, in that, uh, what they created in AOS, having fewer boundaries, uh, naturally uh, created these kind of experiences, I think. Now, when we get into 2017, there's certainly, I think, a room for us to have a conversation about that reaction of match versus narrative that kind of came out of that, which I think is fairly well kind of, uh, you know, his, history now. Mm-hmm. Um but it will be an it would be an interesting topic to talk about, like kind of why it felt like those things had to kind of uh, clash a little bit. Yeah, that's that's very. Um, I can if if we think of, if we if we think back to to that time, um, and uh, we we th- we we think about the conversation in the in the, the narrative community as like, do we is this something we need to preserve? Um, is is this something that we need to uh, capture the capture the spirit of 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 Sigmar's first year and, and give it, give and, and make sure that it has a place to live on. Yeah. Um, we're not there now, are we like that? Like I that's, that was, that's there, not part of the conversation anymore. No, I think, uh, I mean, if we go to 2017 and we read that list, I mean, when that, when yeah. the GHB came out and, and games workshop defined those three, they both did, I think in the long run did a great thing, but in that short term, gave us uh, names to <laughs> mm-hmm. to kind of define ourselves by, which when you define yourself by a name and you, ha- then you're creating an other kind of sense. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, but I, uh, so that's both good in that they realize that there's more ways to play than just matched or just, you know, open, like they're saying, Hey, your way to play is okay. Um, and uh, there are some interesting times in that conversation. And that's in 2017 is where uh, after those other things happened, right? I think in 2016, we're starting to have conversations on WhatsApp together about what is it that we're doing? What's creating? Mm-hmm. Can more people learn about this, right? Um, Mortal Realms is, is uh, like we maybe had eight episodes, <laughs> you know, telling stories, you know, uh, and that sort of thing. Um, and so it's kind of, I mean, yeah, that was... Um, that's us starting to talk about it, and then in 2017, um, we get a lot. We get we get to try it again, right? The community yeah. is trying it again. What can we improve? What can we do better? Um, and that's yeah. Um, so why don't yeah, you take so, why don't you take us into 2017, and we'll see maybe if there's anything out of there that. Yeah. So in in February, um, so uh, Sean and Kai ran uh, ran Realm Hoppers, an event out of out of Margate. Um, and, uh, and, and that was, uh, we, I, I heard the, um, I heard the Morehammer podcast, uh, uh, you know, break that down. That was, that was, that was, that was really, it was, that's when I learned that, um, that, that there was like, it wasn't just the raw guys. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and then, um, 
Herna ran uh, uh, Holy Wars uh, 3 in February. And it was about that time after uh, afterwards that um, that that things started to spin up around about about coalescence. And yeah. uh, like I I shan't opine about the history of coalescence, good <laughs> sir. <laughs> well, what was interesting is because, and I think um, you know, Realm Hoppers coming into reality rather than just being online, and coalescence being talked about in 2016 and then happening in 2017. Like we, it was. We talked about it a lot, and I think really at the beginning of like January of 2017 is where we actually started actually doing things. It wasn't a long period of time, um, but all that came out of you know talking about the things and seeing the things that were happening in 2016, and just being jealous that we don't ha- all have access to those places. Right? Mm-hmm. We can't go to RAW. We can't go to. Um, uh, we can't all go to the Midwest to the Holy War stuff. Um, you know, we can't all go east to Nova, um, and you know, like we, we're all kind of in our places. So how can we create something that everybody could be a part of? Um, and so coalescence was kind of that coalescence was an answer to narrative can happen anywhere. And also, uh, we were seeing a lot of, I think, big expressions of narrative, mm-hmm. um, and coalescence wanted to create a small expression of narrative uh to introduce people who weren't narrative who didn't identify narrative or didn't know about narrative or didn't know how to narrative or might felt intimidated by trying to run narrative and so the 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 coalescence packet was super small super light changed a couple of wind conditions you know um and and just try to take it again kind of like how little can we do and still call it narrative yeah right? yeah but that's and, and and I can like reporting from the ground uh, in uh, in as someone that that came into that came into June 2017 with with a having having like done the homework and and kind of consumed everything that the community was putting out but hadn't really done it yet. Um, I you know co- coalescence was. Co- coalescence could just could be a like a, a fun day of Warhammer or you could. You could pick up the parts of it that you could see happening in the community worldwide and try to try to bring it into your into your games. Yeah, um, there was there was there was a lot there was a lot there that that let that let us as first time neos do things like well I'll just I'll plan a day where we all have time to talk about our stories. Um, I will uh, I will try to. Like I'll try to be the storyteller, even if even if the media I work best with is foam and flock. <laughs> uh, like the, this is this is this, it gave us it gave us the spaces to create. Yeah, and I uh, this isn't always as big a deal to everybody, but uh, one of the things that I was uh, I I like to think about is that on those days, there's more people playing Warhammer than on any other day of the year or any other location, single location for an event. So if there's, you know, 500 people at, maybe there's 500 people at Akon over that weekend, right? That might be the biggest, but potentially that day of coalescence could be just as big. Yeah. It's just spread out. It's true. Yeah. Um, So we, we rolled from, uh, uh, from coalescence in June uh, to uh, the second Nova narrative uh, at the end of August. Um, that's when, that's when I think, I think you could, 
you, you could see another reflection of, of the relationship between, between match and, and narrative play because like, because Aaron ran that narrative as a, uh, as, as an inclusive, a, um, a gaming, uh, experience as possible. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, it was completely a la carte. It had like 12 or like 16 sessions or something <laughs> like that. And he just, it, yeah. it, he encouraged people to just like show up for the day. Like if you played, if you play in the GT that uh, all day, then you could come and play uh, play a narrative game uh, that night. Uh, or if you hated your GT experience, you know, show up over here. Yeah. Uh, and show up where this guy wearing a, wearing a um, wearing a, a fez is going to uh, give you um, a bunch of plastic coins and uh, start you know introduce you to some weird bargaining economy uh, that's uh, that's gonna that's gonna have you like. Being able to drop a stone horn on a table for no for for what you what you think is no good reason, but it all has part of his plan. Yeah. Uh, well, that's so, I think that definitely yeah. Be, setting Aaron uh, to to go a second round and, and outdo himself the year before, for sure. Ra two uh, saw the the giant realm beasts. Yes, do you. So you you knew what was coming. I didn't. Nope, I had no uh, clue. Oh, really? No, they kept it a secret <laughs> from all of us. Like, even if, oh, even that if was a... even us so called friends. <laughs> I I have I am I am in because I've never been able to replicate anything like the way that they kept broadcasting yeah. from from Raw Two. Like like I we, I went I remember going into uh, Raw Two was starting. And I was trying to look back and, and capture like what Raw One had been, and I was realizing that the only real records of the first Raw are is that video of, of dancing to the Backstreet Boys. Everything, <laughs> everything else is lost. But but but, um, but we'll always have that moment. But 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 Raw Two was became this uh, uh, became this study. I think we we got good records of that, yeah. and we could we could watch it unfold. Um, uh, they like I can remember like typing on on the chat about about seeing that that uh, that chalkboard um, on day two as 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 things were unfolding. Yeah, and and then hearing that uh, that Adam Cutis had uh, that tricked the um, the the Gur uh, uh, beast through the realm gate, and like <laughs> feeling like feeling a- absolutely enthused about it. Uh, uh, that was uh, like. Newsflash: Raw is amazing, but uh, <laughs> but but that was that was that was a really cool thing that doesn't get talked about enough. Is how they would bring the world into that room. Yep. Um, so uh, November uh, was um, was Holy Havoc uh, two, oh. and also uh, Fox Hunt two in Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, Aaron uh, just plugging away at at uh, at at his event. Um, because the value, like the like this, like he does local play, uh, and the yeah. value of local play is that is that it is that it gives the community something to latch onto. Yeah, I forgot to mention Havoc One was the first event, to my knowledge, that did uh, eight War Scrolls as their list building, and uh, created the experience where I'm sitting across the table from Glotkin, uh, Great Unclean Ones. Um, multiple lar- a mammoth all on one list, <laughs> uh-huh. and and just creating a space where like Archeon could be on on a ton of tables, uh, and it was a pretty like again kind of breaking rules and stuff. Havoc uh, two 
kind of reined that in a bit, uh, just mm-hmm. because of, uh, you know, just because of the nature of that. Uh, yeah. but it was certainly an inspiration, uh, you know, for other people in, in, you know, just that you can do anything. Like there's a lot of room to experiment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 2017, we added a bit more, obviously we did some bigger things. Um, and, and, you know, if, if you are a testament, if there's any more like you, obviously some of the things that the Neo group having formed and did some things differently, got more people to these events. I think all of them grew, um, you know, all of them either filled up or, you know, um, they expanded to get more people into them. Um, but then obviously in 2018, uh, did we double the number of types of events that were going on? Yeah, we, we, yeah, 2018, you start to see, you start to see a, and, 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 um, I think coalescence is a part of this because it was, we started to spread out in, uh, in, in, in so many different directions. Uh, so, uh, in early 2018, uh, we see, uh, Holy Wars 4, um, and then, uh, Realm Hoppers becomes Rise of Empires. Uh, well, I can't, like, you can't talk about Rise of Empires and not talk about the, um, I think has been our, our high watermark so far of pre-game engagement of, uh, of narrative players. Like, like Sean and Kai set up those, those WhatsApp groups for, for, for each of the Grand Alliances and everyone bought into it and everybody was completely jazzed by the time that the actual like dice hit the table. It's like, we'll, we'll continue to look, to, to look at that as, um, as, as the aspirational model, uh, I think for, for, for at least, uh, 2019. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, in March, uh, we had, uh, uh, coalescence, uh, malign importance. Yeah. Uh, um, and this was really cool. Um, obviously, you know, we've seen, not only have we seen, um, the rise of narrative, but games workshop has, taken note of it and uh i think in some ways you know just really tried to give us some accolades of it so they they uh, asked the the neo group if they could run a coalescence event in concert with the malign portents which was the first time they've really put out you know that this has been a big year with that we didn't i don't think any of us realized how big malign portents was going to be in terms of Mm -hmm. you know stories and campaigns and narrative stuff throughout the year and so it was really cool to kind of be a part of that kickoff um, but I'll say that it was a big strain <laughs> trying to run yeah, two, because... two coalescence events, having the first one being so heavily supported by, by, um, Games Workshop and the second one not as much supported by Games Workshop. And, uh, also because we had so little time to, to prep the first one, the old guard kind of just did it reflexively. And while, you know, um, yourself and a few others, like we wanted to invite new blood into, um, into what coalescence was. And so we'd already kind of had a bunch of people working on coalescence, what ended up being coalescence three, I guess, or coalescence two, not one importance, but unfortunately kind of had, had trying to do two global narrative events in one year was a, was hard and <laughs> didn't yeah. have all the results we wanted it to. So like it, like, Doing coal, doing two coalescences in, in, in one year at the local level was, was, uh, was a challenge. Yeah. Um, I, I think if we look back at our, our, like it was a good year for, for coalescence as, as a whole, but I don't think that we had a lot of people that, that participated in both, yeah. which should be acceptable, right? Like we can't, yeah. like you, like, um, you, you, 
we can't be part of the expectations that you go to bat every time. Yep. Uh, but, um, but it was, uh, it, I think I feel very different about that coalescence, uh, now than I did, um, than I did at the time. And I think, I think it's because what my importance was hadn't really expressed itself yet. Yeah. Now that, now that it has this legacy of all those, all those stories on the site. Yeah. I think it's really awesome that we got to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I, I think that it hadn't really, we hadn't, we hadn't seen the shape of it when we, when we did coalescence. Yep. Um, but, um, but, but, but now, like now that it's out there and now that we were, um, that, that we were like gaming around the, um, Around that line of skeletons that Josh Reynolds starts talking about in the, in the <laughs> beginning of Soul Wars, like yeah. that was our that like like the, that that was the 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 setting that that we that we were existing in. Um, I want like I I do want to see that happen again. Yeah. I, I I think I, I think some like it we we could we could like take this um, uh, this idiosyncratic uh, point of view like like we want to. We, we, we want to be our community. We want, we want to, to only create, but, but, but sharing creation with Games Workshop was, uh, was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, it's, it's always cool to create something, uh, be a part of creating something that, uh, gets the recognition that you hope it does. Right. And so yeah. our success in Coalescence One certainly, uh, got Games Workshop's attention. And knowing too, I mean, part of it is the clout of having the raw guys as a part of that team. You know, they're they're part of, uh, you know, some of those guys uh, give some narrative feedback to the to the to the community team and the design team in the same way that there's play testers for match play. Um, so, I mean, it's there's just having a good relationship with the company that you are fawning over, you know, with your you're, we're creating in their you know in their sandbox that they've created. You mm-hmm. know, and it just it's great. Um, uh, yeah. our first, first, uh, narrative event at Adepticon. That's right. Um, and, uh, 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 that was, so that was, that was building, uh, quite literally off of, uh, Coalescence, right? Because, uh, it, it, uh, it yeah. used, it, it, they, uh, Paul struck the set and, uh, and, and then, and then took it, took it down, uh, to, to Adepticon. Yep. Um, and uh, and 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 Chuck uh, brought the monster manual uh, that year uh, with all with <laughs> with by putting witch elves on every table. Um, that was I uh, forgot about that. So yeah, Paul ran the first coalescence event locally in Madison, and he built all of this terrain to uh, emulate our you know marble filled state capital. Um, and he called it we 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 made up a story about like, if we were going to run like a citywide narrative event, what would we call it? And so the, we called the state capital, the gibbering dome because there's a, a zinch. Um, so Madison, we call it the mad sun. Um, and that there was a, a, a silver tower poking out of the sun that was above Madison. Um, anyway, blah, blah, blah. so then he took that gibbering dome and, and brought that to Depticon for, um, yeah, for more people to kind of experience. And, and he had some great story um, of like an adventure coming, stumbling upon the, the gibbering dome, losing something and then leaving. And then the, the event was your heroes here to retrieve that thing. 
Um, and it was, it's a one day, you know, three game kind of thing, uh, which may have been, I don't know, is it besides coalescence? Was it the first one day? No, I can't. Okay. So, so, uh, no, we, we've had, we've had other, we've okay. had other one days. We've Fox had sense. other one days on this list, but, okay. but the thing like, I, I have, I have confidence that there are unrecorded one days sure, sure. that were going on. Yep. Um, so, uh, so yeah. And another thing we, we had, um, uh, this is they had the same day at um, as as coalescence by importance. It ends up in the re- in, in GW's records as a different uh, different name, but they started running narrative narrative events at Warhammer World. Hmm. So on so uh, March seventeenth or eighteenth was Wonders of uh, Al of Algaraxy, but it wasn't coalescence because it was two days. Yep. Um, and, and, and it continued, it continued throughout the year. And I, and I hope it, I, I hope that it, it, it spins on, it spins on yeah. like the, um, the narrative play happening in, on the Warhammer world, world tables. There was, um, so I do know that like, uh, you know, I believe this past year, uh, Mitz, Mitzi ran a coalescence, either Mitzi or Steve foot. I think the last two years have run, coalescence at warhammer world on the day that we've done coalescence um and i think this this last year either the malign importance or the other one was happening at the same time that a warhammer world narrative event was happening so i think you're right like it was not connected like not all the lines were there but i also remember there being i think a narrative um one in 2017 late 2017 or maybe it was 2016 where it was um ice wizards um and it was it was about it was I think it was in Shaman on a frozen uh, metal uh, like that frozen metal lake or whatever. Um, so like there's they've done a, a bit like so they've certainly peppered the space. But how how easy is it to to hear about those events? I think it's kind of almost as hard as other events sometimes to to know what's going on there. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and you know, like we can't. We we can't we can't help but do some do, do some some editing right like 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 I haven't I don't I don't live in Nottingham so oh, I, sure, sure. I just skip those out um, but um, but but uh, like you will like you will ne- they will never say that that the uh, that the company is you know, behind uh, yeah. this this play yep um, uh, and then so the the next thing that happened um, is uh, the uh, uh, the the Northern California scene. Um, especially like uh, Bay Area, um, uh, I think I think they were meet out of uh, out of San Mateo. Uh, started running uh, narrative a narrative one day narrative games every month. Huh. Uh, they, the the Hall Hangover series uh, uh, ran from uh, from June to November. I wow. think they hit every month. They had they had between between four and twelve players. Uh, and, uh, and so, like, I, you know, I, I really, I really hope that that continues because that is, um, that's, that's, that's getting, that's getting players out, uh, on the regular, um, to do, to do something besides, you know, let's play the stuff out of the general's handbook. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, so June saw, uh, 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 the, the second iteration of Coalescence Proper. Uh, where yeah. we picked up the story of uh, of the God Beast Aristrat, yeah, uh, and um, and then and we put out the um, we put out a tree campaign. We put out a tree campaign you could play in a day. 
Uh, although uh, you could only play like a, you could only play a third of of, <laughs> of everything that Alexander uh, Nygaard wrote uh, for that in yep. any one game, which is the real tragedy of of yep. of Coalescence too. But the, oh, that was that was cool. That was that was uh, that was that was that um, you know uh, Coalescence is a concept like like hitting its stride. Yeah. Like everybody, every every everybody knew about the achievements uh, uh, system. Everybody everybody knew how to. How to how to take take the right photographs at the end? Actually, that's not true. Nobody ever gets that right. Um, but it's, like, it's so simple. <laughs> well, well, that's why that's his hidden complexity, Eric. Is that you have to read the pack. <laughs> um, and uh, and then on on that very day, yeah. uh, the uh, or no 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 sorry, um, no, skip me ahead. Um, and Wormer World ran a two day uh, narrative event in August. I think in mid August for Soul Wars. Okay. Uh, and you got to, I've only, I've only seen a little bit about this. I've ever seen on, on, on Twitter at the time, but this one, I, this is in August. So I, I, I was running Nova and I started getting that haze. Yeah. Like nothing really makes sense uh, <laughs> about that time. Uh, but, but I know that, that you were playing through the, um, uh, the siege of, uh, the siege of, of, uh, is it Glimpse Forge? Is, is that, that the, is it? Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, Forge is in. Yep, yeah, in, uh, in Shash. Yeah, so it's like that's that's that part of um, that's that part of narrative play that uh, that we saw a lot in in the old world, and we still see a lot of forty k. But but Sigmar hasn't done that much of. I think you guys saw a little bit in the realm in the in the in, in the Gate Wars books. But the idea that like we're going to go and recreate a battle. And and so that's that's something that's definitely an idea that we can return to. The more history we have, the more the more it's worth it's worth revisiting. Is that is that fake historical gaming? No, it's not <laughs> fake. This is so important. I can't tell you how important this is. <laughs> Faux historical gaming. Yeah. Is that better? There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, and I think it's cool. And it, and you know what, Games Workshops, the ones who can do it, right? Um, either they, they, it's their IP. So being able to like recon recreate that, which again, a lot of the, the old realms gate books, like all that stuff, you could go back and play like the realm gate wars. Um, yeah. and you know, Alex Nygaard put out, um, or sorry, Alexander Nygaard, sorry, Alexander, um, put out the end times campaign book. He took all the old end times books and put them out with AOS rules. So you mm-hmm. could go back and play the entire end times Using your uh, Age of Sigmar models minus Stormcast, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, so yeah, there's a ton of opportunity and creativity, even outside of running events, like just the the kind of content that was created in order to facilitate more types of play. Um, uh, this was, I think, man, when was this happening? Um, I think it was either earlier. Yeah, it was early in the year where I was running you know, um, skirmish campaign with my, with my, uh, with my group, uh, with the mortal realms guys. And I was like, Hey, I wrote all these rules to make this work for us. <laughs> Here's the, the renown and ruin and here. I put it in a four page PDF, go ahead and use it. You know, like, um, and, and, um, Tyler Mango put out the tomb Kings battle tome set mm-hmm. in the endless desert. There's so many narr- things that narratively, uh, our communities felt comfortable creating. And like just putting out into the world because we're inspired by this, you know. Yeah, yeah. That that is. I mean, 
this this is the most natural home for those kind of uh, kind of creations because because they we don't we don't worry a lot about about balance we don't worry a lot about fitting into the tapestry of of, of every of every current war scroll out there we this is this is the space for for creation um yeah oh and uh i have a good segue uh, also, at this time, I was taking your rule set for Renown and Ruin, and running it for uh, as part of Kids Hammer. Oh, nice! Uh, at um, at uh, Nova uh, 2018. Nice. Uh, that was that was amazing. Um, uh, that w- we uh, uh, you, you you it's it's so like it's it's you you realize it's instantly evocative uh, that um, that if there is a if there is a goblin survivor of a fight, that uh, that that players will always turn that into their trusty guide, <laughs> like, like like that, like the, the kids did that immediately, and and that's like, oh yeah, well this this is this is a great engine for uh, for 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 this kind of play. Nice. Um, uh, but but that was this was at the end of at the end of August uh, twenty eighteen. Um, we we ran uh, the four day. Uh, uh, Nova narrative, uh, the third iteration of that. We changed our, our model. Uh, the previous year, we uh, Aaron had been really, uh, uh, had been, had been really inclusive. Like anyone could show up and play. Uh, this time, we wanted uh, people to to buy into a four day track yeah. and to advance their the, their story um, uh, throughout. You know, uh, four days of gaming, uh, three games a day. That that marathon. But you know, Mar- like we told, I was we, marathon. Oh yes. Why did we leave that on the table? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but that was uh, that was like I we had so many we had such amazing players. Uh, we had we had uh, that's when you you worry when you when you when you take Warhammer and you take this other way of doing of, of doing it that it, that is narrative play. You worry that people aren't going to get it. So the first thing you worry about is someone's going to bring too hard a list and ruin everyone's fun. Yeah. But the other thing that you're worried about is like people are just aren't going to interact with everything that's out there. Yeah. But everybody did. Everybody <laughs> went and started started you know started imagining a world beyond where they had more buttons to push than uh, uh, than I either either move, run, or charge, and I definitely have to attack. <laughs> like, like they could, they started interacting with the world that we put out there, and uh, and then and they 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 picked up the cues we were throwing down, and we had we had an incredible time. Um, uh, but not to not not to dwell on any laurels. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, October, I was only passingly aware of this because because I was recovered from from Nova. Uh, but in uh, in New Zealand, uh, they ran uh, Labyrinth of Eternity. This was a one day. Uh, this is worth looking up. Like this is some; these are mechanics I I, I want to steal because they 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 put they put Age of Sigmar battles into a um, into a dungeon and okay. had a card based uh, exploration mechanic huh. um, such that such that the players were drawing cards and drawing from different decks whether they had won or lost their first battle. Um, so they were moving further and further into into this Zinchian labyrinth. Yeah, it is amazing work. Huh. Um, it happened. I think that that happened the week before uh, the third uh, raw in at uh, at the, the end of October. And of course, 
the first All Hallows Siege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did did the Labyrinth of Eternity was it a, a skirmish event? Uh, to I go think dungeon it, delving. No, I think I think it's a thousand points. It's a big dungeon. Oh wow! No, it's, yeah. it's what it's 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 Helm's Deep. Um, uh, yeah. Room for armies to maneuver. All right. Well, cool. Yeah, I I didn't know about this. So I'm definitely gonna have to go back and look at their their stuff. Um, yeah, Raw Three. You know, Raw Three was Aethermy, um, which was a whole new game uh, addition that they kind of like a the Aether phase basically instead of yeah. you know addition to the to Age of Sigma. And recently, uh, just this, I think just yesterday, um, on, uh, well, I'm dating this. When, when you listen to this, it'll be sometime mid-December, December 12th, I think, uh, that uh, Steve Foote and Mark Mitzman were on Warhammer TV playing a narrative game with, um, you know, uh, Rats versus Ogres, uh, the Meat Men of Mitzmanheim versus, uh, I don't know, Steve's uh, um, crew's name. Uh, but they were playing with Aethermy. Uh, on, you know, so Games Workshop is saying, yeah, bring, not only bring your narrative, but bring this game that you guys created that's in addition to this and let us give it some space on, on air. And just again, another thing where they've, they've put quality work into that. Mm-hmm. They play tested it. People had fun with it. They even, you know, sold some packs or gave some packs away to their, to people who attended. You and I were play testers, if I remember. Correctly. Yep. Yep. I don't think I was able to do as much as you were probably able to. Uh, I always tend to fall down with the time, like getting time in to do that stuff. But um, I want to, I want to buy their, those cards so bad because yeah. uh, it was, it's, it's, it was, it was hard work putting together cards to, uh, to, to run tests of that, uh, of that system. But it is, it is so much fun. Yeah. It, it like that, like, like if you, um, I'm, I'm, pl- I'm plugging Ming now because I want more, I want him to do a print run. Uh, but, but that, but that is if, if, if if you get the chance, play Aether Me because it is it is it is cool as hell. Yeah. Um so but that's I mean again, just creating new things uh to to do something different, to try something new and um what's gonna be cool when we have an opportunity to talk about putting teams together to run events. You know, I think they're gonna be a pretty cool case study for us of like something that works. Uh, yeah. but then yeah, All Hallows Siege, that was my first event ever. Um, wasn't sure how far we could pull from and didn't get a chance to, to promote it as much as I wanted to getting busy this summer with work and stuff. Um, but it ended up being, um, so it was a siege event. It was a, I had wanted there to be like things that people could do ahead of time to position themselves and to strategize and to affect the first round positioning. Um, and then the first round was trying to figure out how to either starve out your the the, the um, garrisoned army or whatnot. And then at the end, uh, I had a secret scenario that they didn't know about. Um, so it was a, well, another thing I'm excited for us to talk about on this uh, on the campaign phase is narrative signals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so in this case, I was just trying to figure out what signals I could put in here to help um, people kind of dislodge themselves from um, competitive play. Yeah. Um, and, and one of them was just, you don't get to know what the last scenario is. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're just going to have to come and, and trust that, you know, hopefully it's going to be fun and, uh, you'll get a chance to put some stuff on the table and roll dice and that's good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but it ended up being, you know, second game. By the second game, everybody was into it and, uh, um, 
end of the day, I was still painting trophies and uh, <laughs> and uh, putting marker marker on them. So um, a lot of lessons learned for my first like physical event. Uh, can't wait to run more. But if, if let me plug something that's that already on this channel. Like go back and listen to that show that you guys did because uh, because because you you captured. You, you, you captured why that was a success. Um, if I, if I, when, when I hear Paul talk about, about, about how he played, when I hear people talking about the way that Kenny played, like that was, that was a, that was a room that was, that was engaging in the story you were putting down. And it was, that was surprising. Um, because I think, I, even though I've been, you know, steeped with other Neos running things and trying to figure it out, part of the question is, could I create that engagement too? Um, uh, and I think even despite myself, um, I might've created some cool mechanics that I'm proud of, but I think there's a, I think people are hungry to get into that mode too. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I think maybe you and I were talking about this is like, it's not that, and, and no offense to anybody else, like the raw guys or anything, cause they're amazing. But it's it's not just that the these these neos or people that are running things are that amazing. It's that people that their players want to rise up to to make it amazing. They do. No, that's that's when I've been I've been lucky enough to feel this way every at everything I, I've run is this moment where where you look around and you feel extraneous because because the room is full of of players that are doing it themselves. And maybe like you should, uh, uh, you know, to all, to all, uh, everyone there that wants to, to run an air event, you know, go, you know, take credit for that. Um, you're setting up the environment in which everyone knows that this is, this is what, how, you know, uh, how, they, where they have license to, to play like this. Um, but, uh, but, but also know that, that it comes really naturally. It comes really naturally to, to, to everybody that's, that's, that's playing Warhammer. Uh, even if, if they, even if you happen to know that they went from right from a Vanguard wing to, um, uh, to 90, which elves, uh, yeah. like, like even those people are going to, uh, are, are going to come to the right event and start telling the stories. Yeah. It's storytelling is natural for human beings. We like to do it. Um, and so just be able to, to roll dice and put models around it. That's should be obvious, right? Yeah. Um, so then to, to close out the year, um, uh, uh, Holy, Holy Havoc three, uh, in, in November. Um, and then, uh, uh, I think a, a week, a week later, uh, Fox on three, uh, this time in Chantilly, Virginia, this is special to me because, um, over this past year, uh, Aaron Boston and I became, uh, narrative life partners. And, uh, <laughs> and like, so this was, so we, we ran this event together and, um, uh, at, after, after running, like, like, I think one of the coalescence together, and of course, Nova Narrative, and, um, and, and Nova Narathon. We yes, that's right. Narathon. And, and, like, at this point, we were, we were a fully functioning team. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, we, we get into this mode where I'm, I'm building terrain and I don't read the pack. I don't have to, because, because, because Aaron yeah. writes the, writes, writes the best packs in the world. Nice. And, um, and it's so it's so rewarding to um, uh, to to have to, to have have a, have a, a partner in this endeavor um, that uh, that that allows 
allows you to to put together the event that you wanted to do, even if you didn't know that's that was that that the, the, the that was one of the attributes you wanted. Yeah, that's fa- that's fantastic. Um, and that has that, that brought brings us to current. Other than yes. as we said, uh, there's a lot of events coming up in January. So is is Fox Hunt the last one of 2018? That is um, that's the last one I'm aware of. I'm not aware of any of any like you know. No one's talking anything, as we record in mid December. No one's talking about the Masters. Uh, so uh, yeah. yeah, we've uh, narrative place taking a little a little breather, uh, but we're kind of coming back in January. Yeah. Well, thank you, Brian, for for taking this journey with uh, with me or lead, guiding us through the journey of kind of where we've been. I think it's easy to see that there has been growth um, first in an explosion of variety of ideas that were not. I mean, the end of end of eighth edition was a lot of the same. There was a a a template for running an event, and everything kind of fit that template with similar compacts and and that sort of stuff. Um, with AOS, there's an explosion of opportunity. People took advantage of it. Those ranks swelled, and this year there's been even more events, not run by the you know those those top four places. You know, Havoc, um, uh, Nova, Raw, and Realms uh, at War, um, and and then you know maybe Coalescence can be a part of that. But uh, you know now there's even more. Uh, you know, and that aren't attached to that and, and, you know, have probably heard of the Neo stuff, but maybe aren't talking to, you know, aren't there in that little group or big group now. I think there's probably about 30 people in that chat uh, these days, but. uh, Yeah. But there's also, I mean, there's also the, there's a, the the Facebook group of of people that is basically everyone that's run a coalescence event. Um, uh, There is a, uh, (laughs) it's, it's, it's a, it's it's a it's a big group of people yep. that that can that that can they can say something like yeah yeah I like I know I know what this is about well and and to be clear there's a there's a relatively small portion of that group that is on a WhatsApp group that talks about stuff right that was three years ago when these things started uh, but the intent isn't that they own the ner- the name Neo that as soon as you want to have the Nautica Neo, whether that means you ran a no event and just thought about it really hard, mm-hmm. um, or you've run a coalescence event or anything like that. Like you are a narrative event organizer. Like it's not owned by anybody. Um, yeah. it's, it's something to, to rise up and claim if you want it, you know? Yeah. Um, we, we so, are here to help and we are here to probably be completely unhelpful as we say something like what, what would you, what do you think narrative means to you? What would you like your event yeah. to be? Well, let's talk a little bit about that in that what do we want the campaign phase to be or what are some things that we hope to accomplish with the campaign phase? Um, and uh, you and I have come up with quite a list. Um, and who knows if we'll be alive long enough to cover everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, for instance, one of the things that we talked about doing is uh, we want to share some of our where, – where we get inspiration, Right. Um, you know, the things, cause every day you're probably coming up with some idea that you'd love to put into a narrative event. You're just trying to decide which one to put it into and, and, uh, how to flex that imagination. Um, we've got, uh, you know, we talked briefly, it was like, how do you work in a team? Um, you know, from the, the raw guys have it figured out, uh, you and, 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 uh, Aaron have become closer. Um, the first coalescence was very much hard to get that, you know, figure out what was the team, who was the team having a lot of cooks in the kitchen to try and figure out what this was going to be. 
um, et cetera. And so some of those challenges. Um, something that we've all, we, you and I have touched on that we, I think we're both passionate about and haven't figured out yet, but packaging events. How do you make it repeatable? How do you take something that you've created that's so organic and so wild and crazy and make that something that somebody else could step into, you know, coalescence to, uh, you know, not to say, I gotta stop saying the word coalescence. We gotta maybe do a drinking game. Um, but, uh, you know, like, but something that anybody could repeat, you know, they could pick it up and make it their own. Um, you know, like Aethermy or whatever. How do we, yeah. how do we make those things accessible to, to, to first time players? Um, narrative signals. How do you signal to, you, to the people you're inviting your event? what kind of narrative event this is or that it's narrative as opposed to uh, match play or competitive, you know, and, and why is that even important? Why, right. would, why, why are those signals important uh, to set expectations? Um, yeah. Um, we, that we, we've thought about uh, all the things that are, we consider as part of narrative play and maybe reexamining those. Like, like, why is it, why is this, why, why are these the games that, that are all about, like uh, hobby excellence is that is that has that become coupled in a way that that maybe uh, maybe it didn't need to be uh, yeah. why why are we why are we the place where you can have um, uh, where you can where you can have floating islands like why is narrative play the the only one the one time that the z axis comes out to play yeah um, yeah uh, and, we get and vertical like, yeah um, and and then there's uh, we we might look at at what what it means to tell a story in Warhammer, right? Like, because we, uh, Warhammer is, is blessed with the Black Library and, and no, it's fiction, but as long as we as, as, as players and hobbyists, we work in a different medium. Like, we work in the medium of, 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 of plastic and, and paint. Like, yeah. what is, what, like, where, we're, we, we, we were looking at the different places where, where narrative lives in, uh, in, in, in us as, as as players in in us as as organizers um and and finding kind of finding all the best the best way to to find your personal expression of that yeah i i'm curious to know more about how you build massive amounts of terrain uh in order to create the environment that you want to be in and how much how much creating that how important is it to create the environment that you're looking for right to to set the set the the, the stage very literally. Um, um, I really want to hit head on why competitive play is not the opposite of narrative play. Maybe I'm mm-hmm. uh, showing my hand, you know, my opinion, uh, but we've, we've been in that space. Um, but I think we've, we've got evidence to show that most gamers are a little bit of all of that, right? Yeah. Some combination and, or want a variety of experiences. And so that mm-hmm. narrative gamer is inside of all of us, that competitive player is inside of all of us. And there's just different ways to express and different times where you might say, you know, at this time I'm going to express it this way. Right. Absolutely. Um, I think it, it's, you know, running a step-by-step how to do a narrative event has to be a part of this. Uh, we want to, uh, we want to kind of give somebody a, a playbook. Right. And there's some playbooks out there. So maybe it's as easy as highlighting those, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe it's just talking through, Something that, that you know we're running, or somebody that we know is running. Yeah, there's, um, there's a part of there's a part of being a narrative event organizer that's just being an organizer, right? Yeah. Just like in the in the part there's a part of being a dungeon master that's just buying the Cheetos. Yeah. But 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 it, when you run a, a day of, of gaming, it's non-trivial. We've learned yeah. a lot about the administrata of this. Yeah, and I think I mean bigger more more than anything else, um, you know, uh, 
you know, Brian is here because, you know, part of the narrative team, we, we also invited Aaron and Aaron's a little shy, um, uh, not in a negative way. Uh, but, uh, you know, you guys run Nova, you're in the U S time zone wise, this works for a podcast, but it's great to have you guys on cause you have the experience. There's lots of people out there that have that experience and hopefully we have opportunity to interview them, share stuff, the work that they've created again, shine a spotlight in a lot of the, the spaces, not just the big, in the big arenas for, for raw and realm hoppers and, you know, or realms, uh, rise of empire or whatever that maybe don't need as much of a spotlight because they've made it right. They're visible. Um, but maybe yeah. some of these other spaces, how do we highlight more event organizers, campaign runners, dungeon masters, or, or like we, we, we like to coin or, uh, Sam or bottle coined it in his, uh, um, hinterlands, uh, pack, uh, realm, uh, realm masters. Yeah. Uh, we have people, to make that happen. Yeah. Uh, to highlight more realm masters, people that are, creating the space for other players to be narrative. Um, and so hopefully, uh, hopefully we can do accomplish even a fraction of, of those in the conversations that we have in the future. Yeah, absolutely. If, if we are like, this is this, we, we want this to be your show. You, 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 the listener, uh, you, the, 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 the player that is looking for, for, some like this kind of thing to gain just enough steam in your in in your area that can actually happen. Um, you know, we 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 want to be a a, a tool that ends up facilitating that um, uh, that that kind of growth because because all it really needs is one person that wants it to happen and um, and six people that can show up on that day. Four people. Um, we've got like there are there there are some 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 coalescence uh, uh, pictures that have a pretty small room, but those are some, those are some smiling faces that come out of that. And, <laughs> and I, and I know, I know those, those communities uh, kept growing. So without further ado, I suppose, um, I mean, that's, we've set a big task for ourselves. Um, our, our work is cut out for us. Um, so why, uh, I think it's time for our reforging. All right. All right. It is time for our reforging. So go ahead and like and subscribe our YouTube channel and comment uh, below. Uh, leave a review for us on iTunes. You can contact Brian or I on Twitter with narrative play topics that you want us to cover. Brian, where can they find you? I am Borb Hobby, B-O-R-B-H-O-B-B-Y on Twitter. And I'm at StoneMonkGamer. Contact us with information on your upcoming narrative events at themortalrealms at gmail.com. Visit our website, themortalrealms.com, for this episode, past episodes. We mentioned the All Hallows Siege recap on episode 31. Uh, you can find us at YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash themortalrealms, on Twitter at themortalrealms, and on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash themortalrealms. Thank you again, Brian, for joining us and uh, looking forward to many more conversations. Absolutely. Happy to be here.